Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse、uh, here today, alone,、uh, just taking advantage of some. Brief moment here of downtime just to do、uh, another podcast, share with you some info, some things that we've been teaching、uh, with the new group that's forming、uh, the new church body that we're、uh, working to plant in the city of Conegliano here in Italy.、Uh, this particular topic for today is about、um, the new nature that we as Christians obtain and live according to, or ought to strive to live according to. And、uh, the, the good thing about the new nature and, and the importance of understanding this、uh, is absolutely fundamental. Probably one of the biggest reasons why so few evangelicals or Christians in the world today are actually、uh, wholeheartedly serving the Lord Jesus in regular everyday life and involving themselves in the Lord's great commission,、uh, his mission of reaching the lost and building his church. Probably has a lot to do with the lack of understanding of this particular topic, what it means that we are a new creation, a new, we have a new nature within us.、Uh, and because people fail to understand this, just like I did in the past, and obviously this is something that we always, even when we do understand, kind of like grace, we continue to understand more and more and better and better as life goes on. Same thing with the gospel, it's very simple, we understand it. But yet, it's so profound all throughout life, we're continuing to get blown away by the true reality of the gospel. And it shapes us and forms us.、Um, but if we would understand this, I'm confident, and I believe there's many others confident as well, that the, the impact we would have as Christians on this earth would be much, much more profound if we would only understand who we truly are in Jesus Christ the Lord, the new nature that we have. And if we lived according to the new nature, we would find ourselves doing. All kinds of things that we didn't think we could do before. And a, a real quick example of this, this understanding of the new nature, in, in a minute we'll go in and look at a couple verse references here to say, what am I talking about? What does this mean?、Uh, what does the Bible actually say about that?、Uh, but some quick understandings of this immediate application of this idea.、Uh, knowing that you have a new nature, you can do things that、uh, you couldn't do before. Things like number one,、um, as it comes to mind, I'm saying this、uh, love God. With all your heart, soul, mind, body, strength, with all that you have, when you have the new nature given to you through the regeneration work of the Holy Spirit, you are now able to actually love God and do things that please Him, obey Him, be involved in what He wants you to be involved. You can bear fruit for the kingdom. If you're not regenerated, you simply cannot do that. It's impossible. Uh, without faith, we even read in Scripture, it's impossible to please the Lord. Without being born again, impossible for you to do anything that. Actually, pleases the Lord.、Uh, another example would be forgiving. We're all called to be people that forgive other people.、Uh, our whole entire standing before God as saved people through Jesus Christ is based on the fact that God granted us repentance, He gave to us forgiveness. And all of us struggle in our life to actually extend that kind of forgiveness to other people. But when we understand the new nature that we have, That is inclined now to do the will of God, empowered, brought on by the work of the Holy Spirit, we are now able to actually forgive. Same thing with love, we could say. Loving lost people, loving other people, 
unlovable people. We were unlovable in God's eyes, detestable, but yet he poured his love upon us, into us through the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit. And now we can actually do the same. We can love the person who steals from us. We can love people who hurt us, who despise us, who reject us. We can actually do that because of this new nature. And there's a whole list of other things that are involved in that, that make that reality bear fruit in our lives and have us become good missionaries, good uh, uh, stewards of the grace of God to reach the lost, to build up His church. Uh, so there's much, much to be said about that. But a couple quick Bible references as we just ponder together this idea a little bit of what is this new nature? How does it work? Where does it come from? Uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll start real quick in, in 1 Corinthians. Let me flip over there. have my Bible in front of me. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. I don't know if you guys can actually hear that little bit of background music, but it's there. That's my wife, Jeremy. She's singing. I put her in here today because she's down right now giving milk to the baby kind of thing. So she's not up here for this. Um, but her singing is great, and uh, I really enjoy it. I hope you guys can be blessed by it also. You can hear it a little bit, I think, in the background. Anyway, 1 Corinthians 5.17. No, no, that's not right. Where did I get these notes? Whose notes are these? Good night. These are my own notes. Second uh, Corinthians, that's where we want to be. Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Again, we got an important concept here of this idea of being in Christ. We need to be reminded there's a lot of people who believe that they are in Christ or that they're saved or that they know Christ. But Jesus spoke on a number of occasions making this reality bear home that unless you're born again, you're not in Christ. Christ is not in you. Uh, there's many, he said, who will come to me even on that day and they'll say, Lord, Lord. Did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not heal in your name, preach in your name, cast out demons in your name? All kinds of things that appear to be Christian. It is possible to do things, but not actually be born again, indwelt by the Spirit. And as a consequence, you're not actually a new creature. But if you are truly born again, uh, you've come to the Lord for forgiveness, you've repented, you've changed your life, submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. In that case, Paul says, you are a new creature. What's interesting here is, uh, as we gather as Christians, I look just the way I did before I converted. You look the same. We smell the same. We taste the same. Everything is the same except the internal part. The heart is what changed. Total transformation. And in reality, you are a new creature because of that new heart that was given you. So now we'll flip real quick, and this actually connects to the Old Testament. We'll go to Ezekiel. I think it's called in English. Uh, <clears throat> let me see if I can find that Old Testament where are we Ezekiel no no flip of the pages here but it's Ezekiel chapter 36 if you've been following the Lord for any significant amount of time you must have come across this concept uh, for sure because this is foundational for the reality of the time in which we live in the time of the church uh, where people are being indwelt by the spirit born again and made new Here's a glimpse of what that all looks like and what happens. So chapter 36 of Ezekiel, verse 26. I'll go ahead and read it. We read this. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, within you 
and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. What are we reading about here? The heart, the reality of a new heart. If you're in Christ Jesus, if you're born again, you're a new creation, you've received a new heart. Your heart before was not inclined at all towards the things of God. You were living entirely according to the flesh, guided by the flesh. Every decision you made was according to what was most pleasing to your flesh. Even those godly things you may or may not have done, it was all of your flesh. Until that moment, you were born again. When you were born again, it was a work of the Holy Spirit. He came in and he gave you a new heart. Now, the the amazing reality here, the new creature that you are with a new heart, your heart actually beats and desires to do entirely and only the will of God, to obey at any cost. That is your heart's desire. That means you want to love God with all that you have. That's why we read things from uh, like St. Augustine of old times. He said, love God and do whatever you will, whatever you want. If you love God, that is what you want to do. What you want to do is His will. Uh, But that idea of a new heart, you now desire, you're able to forgive, you're able to obey, you're able to risk your life, go out, open your mouth, tell others about Jesus Christ, who before you would deny, you would deny Him. Now you can actually speak of Him and lead others to Him. Uh, You can be involved in all kinds of ways in the Lord's mission that before you could not do because your heart was contrary to the will of God. So that's where we read that, that key understanding of what happens in this period of history during the church when the Spirit comes, regenerates people, gives them a new heart and new desires. A total work of God, glory to God alone, He did it to us. And an example of how He did it to us, we'll look real quick at uh, Titus. Titus in Italian, in case you care, is Tito. I used to have a friend named Tito, actually. But I don't think it had anything to do Well, I guess it could have. It was, I think it was parents were from Panama or something like that, so maybe the Spanish is, Titus might be Tito also in uh, Spanish, I don't know. Anyway, Titus chapter 3, verse 5, we read this, He saved us, speaking of the Lord Jesus, the Savior, you didn't save yourself, I didn't save myself, but He saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness. So, I mean, it wasn't even based on your good deed of choosing Him. He chose you first, changed your heart, pulled out the old one, put in the new one, and as a result, you went after Jesus Christ. But let me finish the verse. Not on the, So you're saved, He saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. The washing of regeneration. According to his mercy, you deserve death, you deserve condemnation, because you have sinned against the holy and righteous God. One sin is sufficient to have you condemned forever against this God. And you and me, we have a plethora of sins that we've done against the Lord God. But he's given us mercy, the opposite of what we deserve. He pulled us out of our deep, dark situation as enemies of God, slaves to sin and whatnot, put a new heart in us, made us a new creature, uh, And here we read these words, washing of regeneration. When the Holy Spirit comes in you, He regenerates you, makes you into a new thing. And in that process, you're now the core of who you are. Your heart is indwelt by the Holy Spirit. You're a new new thing. You're no longer dirty, sinful, but you're washed as white as snow, even we read in other places. And you're renewed by the Holy Spirit. You're now walking newness of life. We read that concept over and over in Scripture. 
Uh, you're walking in newness of life because you're renewed by the Holy Spirit. Made new once and for all in that moment, but then continually, day by day, He's renewing us, working in us. First Peter, we'll re- read here real quick also uh, to bring this, this idea home. First Peter chapter 1, verses 2-3. to three. And we ask ourselves, so I didn't, you're saying I didn't actually save myself by choosing God, by doing the right thing, by choosing to follow Jesus? I thought I did that. And the Lord says, no, don't ever forget, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. Changed your heart, and that's why you come after me. And if you're a good person, good Christian, and you're obeying Jesus, doing missions, involved in what he's involved in, that's because he worked in you to make you able and want and to desire those things. It's not of your own good. Uh, and if you're not involved in those things, these verses, this, this concept of a new nature that you have reminds you, you ought to be. You can be. It's a part of who you are. Uh, but let's read this real quick. First Peter chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. According to the four... Actually, I'll read even uh, the verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who reside as aliens scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who are chosen. Key word here, chosen. God is sovereign. He chooses some at the right, whoever he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. But for some reason, we don't understand. He doesn't choose them all, but he does choose nonetheless. Rather than condemn them all to death, condemn all of us to death, he chooses some of us out for his purposes. In verse 2, we read about what others' purposes. According to the foreknowledge of God the Father, by the sanctifying work of the Holy, of this, of the Holy Spirit. So number one, you're called out to be sanctified, set apart, and continue to make more like Christ. And we see that in the second part of the verse here. To obey Jesus Christ, it's part of our calling, and be sprinkled with his blood. May grace and peace be yours in the fullest measure. Blessed be the God, verse 3, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has done what? We read it here. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And then he goes on caused us to be born again. That's the thing you need to think about today. I need to remember today. He caused us to be born. You were not seeking God. We read that in Romans 3. No one was seeking God. No one was desiring Him. No one was even doing good. Not even one. But He came and sought you out. He sought me out. Caused us to be born again, we read here. Uh, Through the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit. Took out our old heart. Put in a new heart. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. Some people really struggle with this because they're they're constantly in a battle within them. I want to do this, but I can't. I don't want to do that, but I do. And you need to understand there's a difference here. Your heart, your new heart in Jesus Christ, born of the Holy Spirit, desires to do the will of God with all that you are. Always desires to do the will of God. What doesn't desire to do the will of God is something that is contrary to your new heart, to the Spirit, your flesh. Your flesh is not yet redeemed. My flesh is not yet redeemed. It slows us down. It makes us slothful, slow to worship the Lord, slow to give thanks, slow to forgive, slow to act. It corrupts us, our flesh. It's not yet redeemed. And uh, the flesh consists of uh, our, our way of reasoning, our mind, our thoughts. We've been trained wrongly how to reason by this world all our life. So we read in Scripture, be renewed in your thinking. Uh, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be in Scripture. Learn what it means to live. Learn what life is. Learn who Jesus Christ is, how great and merciful and good He is, and what He's called you to do. Uh, Yeah, so we have have this sinful flesh that we still wrestle with, uh, our mind. 
Uh, it could be our emotions, our old habits, uh, even the flesh itself, which just longs for things that it shouldn't long for because it doesn't know what it's doing. We need to make our flesh uh, a slave to who we are as, as born-again believers. We have it submit to us now. Even Paul said that. I strike blows to my body and make it submit to, to my desire uh, the, from the new heart that I've been given in the Lord. Things like that. Uh, so just a quick reflection, something to think about. The new nature. If you are in Jesus Christ, you're not uh, in this weird kind of battle. Your heart wants to do something, but it doesn't or something. You have a new heart. You do want to obey God. You do want to be involved in His mission. You do want to give all you can to the Lord Jesus. You, you remember how He poured out His blood on the cross for you. You remember your first love, Jesus Christ, the one who forgave you of your sins when He should have condemned you to death. He gave you eternal life. Remember your first love. Remember what He's called you to do, to be about preaching the gospel, talking about him, making disciples, and fulfilling the Great Commission, either going as a missionary to reach other people, uh, supporting church planners uh, in foreign lands where there are no churches established yet, uh, being involved one way or another. It is possible because you have a new heart, new desires, and you can live according to that Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is in you to do things that before you just could not do. And again, as I opened up today, just talking about this real quick, most people aren't involved in missions today. Most people aren't actually uh, living what Jesus would consider a normal Christian life. Uh, but they're going through the motions, adding Jesus into their program perhaps, spending more money on their dogs and cats than they do on getting the gospel out by supporting missionaries and other things like that. Uh, and it's wrong. You need to understand that's, that's not living according to who you are. Uh, every time we sin... Uh, as Christians, born again, indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Every time we sin, it's against who we are. It's against our nature. It's like birds who can fly, big birds like eagles, and deciding to walk around on the ground. That's against who you are. Why would you do that? You're a big bird. Open your wings, soar above, and look down on everything. You have a beautiful view to take hold of. Same thing with Christians. When we don't live according to who we are, when we sin, it's against who we are. We're not living as we ought to. Uh, we can do what, called us, what God has called us to do. Not in your flesh, obviously. Your flesh is weak and wretched. It can't do anything right. But in the power of the Holy Spirit that has made you a new creation. In, with that new heart desire that you have. New nature. Very important. Very important to understand. To fulfill your God-given calling, whatever it is. And especially to be involved in His mission of seeking and saving those that are lost. Thanks for listening today, guys. God bless you. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.